Hey everyone, welcome to the Bully Food Challenge. Today's episode is number 14 and it's called Stop Trying to Make People Like You. Stop trying so hard, you're already there. A uh, warm welcome to all of you for coming out to hear the episode this week. I am Kelly Sorg, your host. I'm also a middle school teacher and I've been working on this podcast project to help kids and anyone else who's dealing with the problem of bullying and how to get past it and put it in the rearview mirror. I am uh, someone who was bullied as a kid myself and I've helped many of my students overcome it as well. Um, I'm not a therapist, I'm not a provider of any kind. I can't give you individualized care or instruction, but I can give you uh, information and, and, um, knowledge about the pattern of bullying and ways to sidestep it, move past it, get ahead of it, get behind it, (laughs) um, and, and make it go away in your life. So, uh, hopefully this episode helps you. I, it, 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 for me, it would be, uh, personally helpful because, um, trying too hard to make people like me was one of the reasons that I got bullied. So, Hopefully it helps you. And if not, um, you know, take what you can from it or, you know, maybe next week's episode will, will be the thing you need to hear. All right. Well, today we are talking about that oftentimes people will try really hard to make friends or make connections, get into a group of friends and they, they will be so, um, dead set on making that work that they will come across in a way that, uh, leaves them wide open to bullying or, or exhibits sort of the bully food behaviors that we've talked about many times and will continue to talk about. So, um, as I said before, stopping trying so hard to make friends or get in with certain groups of friends, um, and, and more imagine you're already there is the key to your success, but let's go through it. So trying to be anything, trying to be something isn't being it. It, it's, it is, um, it's sort of like the thing you do to get there. But if you keep staying in the cycle of trying, you never really get there. You never kind of see yourself in a new place having reached your goal. And this episode is a follow-up to episode 11, which was about lowering the bar for yourself. In that episode, we talked about the idea of allowing yourself to make mistakes and to reduce your need to be perfect um, and accept yourself in all of your glory, including your flaws. Um, but this one's going to go specifically into, um, about uh, really about making less of an effort. Um, so yeah, as it, it also goes along with our, one of our principles, which is less is more, but it takes a step further into making that low effort. Uh, the more you value yourself, the less effort you're going to feel like you need to make. And the opposite is true too. Um, as we can easily see with perfectionism, the in perfectionism, the lower value you put on yourself, the stronger an effort you feel like you need to make in order to pass as worthy or as enough to other people. Perfectionism makes you feel and makes all of us feel like we need to try really, really hard. And it makes it Uh, It makes us do things like censor what we say, you know, trying to come up only with the best ideas, the funniest punchlines, the smartest answers. We feel like the bar is up high and we can only say things that go over that high bar. 
And the reason we put the bar up that high is because we worry that we fall below it. So in episode 11, we talked about lowering that bar and allowing yourself to say some of the things that come to your mind, even if they don't make perfect sense, or they're not guaranteed to be hilarious or correct, um, or really thoughtful. They're just kind of random, but we're going to go more deeply into the, not just the things that we censor about what we say and do, but also the effort we feel we need to make. Okay. So the problem is that perfectionism or trying to be perfect is inherently fake. Perfect people don't really exist. And anyone who's trying to put up the illusion that they are perfect is being fake. And it comes across when they do that as phony and shallow. Okay. Phony is fake. Shallow is that they only allow you to see the good parts, which means that the, the other parts of who they are, aren't available. And everybody feels uncomfortable when they realize that there's, they're dealing with someone who is only partially available. And it's kind of like some of them is hidden. Some of them is, um, maybe, you know, they think that it's not good enough to reveal, uh, whatever reason somebody's keeping part of themselves away, uh, from being known comes across as at best shallow and sometimes even worse to the point of maybe being kind of weird. Like what's wrong? Why, why wouldn't you just be yourself? Okay. So when you try too hard, you're saying to other people, I think I'm unworthy and not enough. So I'm only going to let you see my best guess at what you think, what I think you want to see. So like, I'm only going to show you the things I'm sure you're going to like And I will even maybe become more like the things I think you like. Um, And I'm going to betray everything else in myself that might be unacceptable to you or might make you not like me. I'm totally dependent on other people's opinions of me. That is what you say. That's, that's the underlying message or the message between the lines when you try too hard to make other people like you. Okay. Trying to make someone like you is a deeply manipulative and insecure move. And you know, the, the reason behind it, the reason people do it is because they just, they just think they have to make sure this person who they want to be friends with sees them as worthy of being friends with. And they want to, they want to, you know, ensure that they, they want to give themselves a sense of certainty that the friendship will work out or that the things that they want will will come to be. The goal will be accomplished. Okay. But it is manipulative because you're trying to make someone else decide something that you want them to decide instead of letting them decide for themselves. And if you were more confident and more secure, you would trust that their decision is going to be good for you, regardless of whether it is, um, going to result in a friendship or not, you know, because they might decide that they don't want to be your friend, but that's, you can trust that they don't want to be your friend. That means you probably don't want to be their friend either. So a confident person would feel okay with someone else making their decisions. Uh, and then, and then they would, the confident person will accept the decision regardless of what it is. Um, when you try to make someone like you deep down, you're feeling you will only be okay if you get your desired outcome. And and you're also worried that you won't get it. You, you are, you're sitting there confused and worried that it might not work out in the way you want it to, and that you're not going to be okay if it doesn't work out. Um, people resent this kind of manipulation 
And they also are repelled by it, even if they can't quite see what's going on or they don't really, they haven't really figured out what you're doing. It's just on a, on a deeper level that the essence behind what you're saying comes across as insecure, as trying too hard to make them decide something you want and that you would only be okay with uh, certain results and you wouldn't be okay with the, the truth if it isn't aligned with what you uh, think is the desired outcome. Okay. So not only that, but over, I, I think of it as like overly making an effort or over efforting means people will only like the things about you. You show them, they won't like the whole you because they don't know the whole you. You're not showing them the real you. You're just showing them things that you think they'll like. So of course, you know, if you get it right, if you anticipate they're going to like certain things and they think that you are those things, whether you are or not, they're going to like those things about you, but they're not going to know all of you. It's just, it's just that they like those things that you've shown them. And that's not, that's not a real connection. Trying too hard is an aimless effort toward a goal you don't believe you can accomplish. That's sort of, that's the whole like underlying message of it is that you, believe you have to try this hard because you kind of think you're going to fail from the outset and bullies can see this so easily and they will exploit it. They will join you in trying to make you fail. And, and, and it can really be disappointing and sometimes even devastating, um, when they figure out how to, uh, push you toward that kind of disappointment that you're worried you're going to have and which is why you're trying so hard not to have it. Okay. So what do you do? What do you do instead? What should you be doing to make an effort toward friends? Because if you make no effort at all, then you're, you're not going to connect with people. You're not, you know, you have to do something, but it, it's like, kind of like, well, where, where should you put your energy and focus? Um, and that's where, that's what we're here to learn today. So here we go. Um, First of all, you want to pay close attention and remember what people say. Listen to them and and keep in mind what they're saying so that you can refer to it later and so that you can start to figure out what kind of person they really are and what's what matters to them and then see if that is aligned with you. You also want to show you care. And there's so many ways to show someone you care about them. Um, the first one that comes to my mind is asking them plenty of questions. Now you want to do this without being creepy. Uh, so only ask them things you actually want to know about them, things that you're truly interested in. And then if, you know, if you go too far, just back up, just, you know, if they seem to clam up, they get, they look a little embarrassed or they don't want to answer something Just say, I'm sorry, I asked you that. Maybe this isn't the right time to ask you that. And then ask them something else that they were seeming interested to talk about, or, you know, just leave it at that and then strike up a conversation at a different time. But Oh, by and far, I mean, most of the time, almost all the time, people love to answer questions and they feel really flattered and they feel really cared for if you ask them about themselves. Um, as long as you don't go too far and it's pretty easy to see when someone starts to clam up or they just don't want to answer, they might even say they don't want to answer that. And that's okay. Just accept that that is, um, what that's, that's what they're saying at that moment. And you just have to go with it. And that brings us to the next thing you can do to show people you care is to accept what they say as true for them, whether you agree with it or not, this shows them that they matter to you more than being right matters to you. Okay. So even if you disagree, even if you are a little bit, um, 
unsure of how what they said affects you, just listen and accept that it's true for them. It might change. It might change your and your opinion of it might change. But if you just sit there with it, what they said and accept that it's true for them, you're going to show them that they matter to you more than um, any one opinion or any one uh, you know thing that might may or may not be something you have in common. Um, the other thing you can do is to share your own feelings, opinions, and intentions honestly. So, you know, you don't, you don't want to like tell them, uh, things that maybe they're not ready to hear from you. Like you, you know, you want to take it one step at a time, but as you get to be better and better friends, or you get to know somebody, you can tell them more about yourself, um, slowly and just always be honest about that. And that will show them that you are upfront and that you are, willing to be your true self in front of them, which makes them feel more confident to be their true self. Um, and you don't always have to agree with those you like and love. In fact, it's good to have tension in a relationship, which is, you know, tension between people can, um, it can result in some areas to, for both people to grow. So, um, it's great to tell them how you really feel and what you really think, uh, regardless if, whether that's going to be something you both agree on at that moment. Okay. And then the last thing you want to think about is to be patient because, you know, everything in life takes time and you might feel something that, or you might think something and they just haven't caught up to that, or they might just need some time to process. Uh, it take, everybody takes a risk by getting to know others and they might feel, a little bit vulnerable, or they might feel uh, like they need just, they need to have space to be by themselves or to spend time with others. Um, so yeah, give them the time and space and allow the connection that you're making with them grow. Um, absence makes the heart grow fonder is one of those sayings people use about this. Um, and what it means is that when you give someone a little bit of time to go back to their own personal space or to relationships that are more familiar to them. Um, you give them a break and they can then think about you. They might even miss you a little bit and then they will realize, Oh, I really like that person. And I, I want to see them again. I want to hang out with them again. Um, so all of these moves are the moves you have to make. You must make these moves to build love, affection, friendship, intimacy, kindness, and trust. You have to do those things to get to that level of connection with someone. And I know those are weighty words and they all, they carry a lot of, um, intense meaning. Um, but they are the best parts of life. They are the way that we get, uh, closer to other people. And, um, but just because they are simple and pure and they, and everyone knows they create bonds and they help relationships grow, um, just because of that, simple things are not always easy at first. And, you know, some simple things can be difficult forever. It, uh, just because it's simple doesn't mean it's going to be easy, but there are ways to make showing this kind of, uh, care for another person. It, there's ways to make it easier. So here's my advice on how to make it easier to pay attention and care for someone you like or love. Um, First of all, end the competition. This is another strategic opportunity to drop the tug of war rope. We talked about that last episode where you want to drop the rope 
Uh, if the bully is pulling on you or pushing, you know, you know, pushing you into a challenge or that, you know, they're challenging the way you dress or the way you act or the people you want to be friends with, or, you know, whatever they're challenging on. If you pull back on the challenge, then you're engaging them. And what you really never want to do is to play any kind of game with a bully. You don't ever want to accept their challenge. You just want to drop the other end of the rope and not pull back. Right. Um, but it's absolutely next level to drop the competitive rope with those who you like and love. And, you know, just as we will pull back on people who challenge us in an, in a negative or, uh, unfriendly way, we also, it's easy to get feeling competitive with people who you do want to connect with, who you do like. And uh, that, that sense of competition is what makes us, uh, it makes it harder to express caring and acceptance and being able to listen. So let me, let me explain this a little bit better. How do you drop the rope in the middle of a competition that you desperately want to win? It's, it's different than when you drop the rope against a bully and you just want to, you know, watch them fall on their butt. But when you actually really want to make a connection, start a friendship or find out, uh, if the, if somebody really likes you as much as you like them, you might desperately want that friendship to work out and you feel the need to try really hard for it as you would in a competition. But, and the competition for love or acceptance or connection is vital. We all want to have those kinds of, um, of chances to get to know other people. Um, but being competitive is not always. And in fact, a lot of the time is going to create the, like I said, you're, you're not going to be able to accept everything about them because you want to get to a certain outcome. And they might say something that makes you doubt yourself or makes you think they might not like something about you. And then you start thinking about, well, that might ruin the chances of becoming friends. Um, so you maybe feel like you need to change or you need to change them in some way, make them like you. As I said, um, you might not listen as well. You might not, uh, you, you might be listening for whether or not you agree, or you might be listening for what you want to say next to them instead of, listening to understand them and truly get to know them better. Um, all of those, those chances to make a connection with them will be, uh, derailed a little bit if you feel like you need to compete and get to a certain goal. And so I recommend ending this competition, dropping this tug of war rope, even with the friends who you want, who you like, and you maybe even love. Um, and, the way that you do that is by believing that you've already won. Uh, and you got to let this land, you got to like, just let this absorb. If you can believe that you've already won a thing, there's really no need to compete for it anymore or try for it. And a belief is, it's like, how do you get, how do you get to a point where you believe something, right? So a belief is a thought or a feeling that you have, all the time, over and over and over again. A, th- a belief is really just a thought that you think over and over and over again, and or a feeling you have over and over and over again. So every time you feel yourself beginning to posture for others or, you know, filter out what you want to really say, you, you try to come up with that high bar thing you could say, or you stop and 
uh, you know, you change the way you're acting because you want to appear to be cooler, or do the thing that they would like. You just need to stop and remember there's no need to compete because you've already won. And just thinking this thought that you've already won, just thinking about it in this way is going to allow your deeper mind, your subconscious mind to begin to see it and reframe the way you were looking at it before and then refresh the way you're acting. Okay. Um, but don't stop with the thoughts. You want to also change the way you feel because that's the true key to changing your mind is changing your feelings. The deepest part of your mind responds to having experiences and how you feel about those experiences. So not only do you want to stop and say to yourself, I've already won. I don't need to posture. I don't need to edit everything I'm thinking. You also want to imagine what it would feel like if you already were friends with everyone that you want to get to know. So anyone you want to get to know, just imagine you already are friends. If you already have a best friend and you want to get to know a new person, when you go up to that new person or when you, when you are talking with that new person, talk to them like the friend you already have. Talk to them like they are already your best friend. And you'll be surprised at how quickly the connection gets deeper and better because what you're doing is treating them like someone you care about, someone who you pay attention to, someone who you remember and value, someone who you're willing to listen to and try to understand them versus trying to come up with a cool thing to say or, or trying to see if you agree or disagree. Um, and so the, uh, the, the key here is to, Treat them and try to imagine that you feel like it's already the relationship you want it to be or the connection you want it to be. And in other words, you, you need to ask yourself, how would you act around these kids if you knew they were your friends already? Um, and then as you see yourself belonging more with others and them belonging more with you, you'll put your entire focus on doing all the kind and loving things that we talked about, and you'll be doing them with with ease because you won't be doing them to get something from the other person. You'll be doing them. You'll be paying attention and caring for the sake of the connection you already feel is there and real instead of trying to make it come about. So you won't have some sort of hidden goal behind it. You'll just already think, Hey, these are my friends. So I want to pay attention to them. I want to show them I care. I want to tell them how I really feel. So they know that I like them or they know what I'm into and what I like. Okay. And this sense of belonging will help you listen and accept them wholeheartedly, even when you don't understand them all the way, or you maybe don't agree at first or maybe at all. <laughs> and others are going to also open their hearts to you because every kindness you show them, um, you will, open them up and make them feel more comfortable. And then you'll feel also more comfortable and free to share your true self with them. So it'll just keep building. The more relaxed you feel, the more open you'll be, the more open you are, the more relaxed you and the other people will feel. And it just keeps going and going like that. Um, so yeah, I'm going to leave you today with a simple question that has helped me, uh, it's one of my favorite things I ask myself whenever I feel overwhelmed. Okay, here it is. If this was easy, how would I do it differently? And this question works for so many different strategies um, of, you know, it could be 
learning how to play the guitar, or it could be, you know, having to do something embarrassing or worrisome in front of the class, like make a presentation. Um, It could be approaching a new friend and what are you going to say? How are you going to talk to them? It, anything that, anything that overwhelms you or stresses you out or, or makes you anxious or makes you anticipate maybe the worst, maybe you're worried about the outcome. If you ask yourself, if this was easy, how would it go? If this was easy, how would I do it? If this was easy, how would I act differently than I'm acting right now? And you'll have a great opportunity to sit back and think about what needs to change about your behaviors. And it will give you great new ideas about how you can approach all these different kinds of situations in your life. So anyway, I hope you have a great week and I will um, see you next time. Thanks. Thanks. 